What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and today we're going to talk about some different organic nitrogen fertilizers. More specifically, some of my favorite organic nitrogen fertilizers. If you listen to the previous episodes, we talked about the different stages of plant growth. So we know that nitrogen is vital during the, that's right, the vegetative state. That is the initial state of growth of plants. That is where your plant is putting on height, girth, leaf matter, things like that. This is before it starts the reproduction process. Uh, So we're talking, like I said, new growth of the plant. A good organic nitrogen fertilizer should be added to the soil whenever we are planting any heavy feeding vegetables or growing any sort of leafy greens. Now we're going to break our organic nitrogen fertilizers down into three different categories, animal-based, plant-based, or manure-based. So first off, some good plant-based organic nitrogen sources include things like alfalfa meal, soy meal, and cottonseed meal. Now these are usually well-balanced organic fertilizers that supply small amounts or trace amounts of phosphorus and potassium as well as nitrogen. So one thing I've noticed about these plant-based organic nitrogen sources is that they tend to be less concentrated than the animal-based sources or even the manure-based sources. So that means you will have to apply them at a higher rate. It also means you have less of a tendency to burn your plants by applying any of these plant-based organic nitrogen sources. Now, a catch is these plant-based organic nitrogen sources usually work best in warm soil that has an active soil food web. That is because these plant-based sources rely on soil food web members to help break down, decompose, and make their nitrogen sources more readily available for the plants. The next set of organic nitrogen sources are what I refer to as animal manures or animal-based organic nitrogen sources. Now, these include things like chicken manure, cow manure, and even bat guano. These are great sources of nitrogen for any organic gardener. Now, a catch is we need to make sure that these manures are aged and compost properly prior to adding them to our gardens. Why is that? Well, these animal manures have the potential to have disease-causing organisms like E. coli or salmonella inside of them. And by composting these manures, what we are doing is killing or breaking down these organisms. Another thing is that animal manures tend to be extremely hot. And when people say the fertilizer is hot, they just mean it has not been broken down. Therefore, you do not want to apply it to your plants while it is hot because it can burn or kill your plants. So if you're going to use any manure-based nitrogen sources, just make sure that they are aged and composted prior to adding them to your garden. Now, the last category we have is animal-based organic nitrogen sources. And now these are not manure-based, okay? Now, these are some of my favorite nitrogen fertilizers that you can use in your garden. 
and they are usually byproducts of another industry. So things like blood meal, feather meal, fish meal, these are all byproducts of the cattle industry, the poultry industry, or even fisheries or the fish industry. So what you'll notice about a lot of these animal-based nitrogen fertilizers is that they have a long shelf life in your garden, a minimum of three months, and some of them can last up to 12 months. So pay attention to that whenever you are thinking about adding more nitrogen to your garden. This is why it's important to have a gardening journal so you can record whenever you first apply your nitrogen source or whenever you apply your fertilizer. You can keep track of when you applied it, what you applied, and then you can even leave a note to yourself to remind you when it is time to apply more. But we talk about the benefits of keeping a garden journal in another episode. Animal-based fertilizers release their nutrients to the soil a lot quicker than plant-based or manure-based fertilizers. Another benefit of these fertilizers is that you do not have to apply them during warm growing seasons because they don't necessarily rely on the soil food web to break them down to make them more readily available to the plants. Whenever you're applying any of these organic fertilizers, you want to make sure that you are not just simply sprinkling them on top of the soil. We need to activate them. And in order to activate them, we need to work them down into the top inch or so of the soil. And then we need to water them because the water is what sets off that activation process. So like I said, animal-based organic nitrogen sources include things like blood meal, feather meal, fish meal, crab meal, shrimp meal. I mean, I guess you could even include worm castings, even though they're in between the manure and the animal-based organic nitrogen source. Now, be careful because these can also burn your plants as well if we add too much of them to the soil. One thing I've noticed is that I try not to add these animal-based nitrogen sources directly to my plants. I like to work these into the soil prior to planting. In that way, they're able to act as a slow-release nitrogen source that releases nutrients throughout our growing season. So my trick for heavy-feeding vegetables is to combine two or more of these nitrogen sources. I like to combine the plant-based nitrogen source for early-season nitrogen and then allow the slow-release animal-based nitrogen source to release nutrients throughout the gardening season, late in the season, and even into the end of summer. For example, whenever I'm growing tomatoes, before I plant the tomato in the hole, I like to throw a handful of the cottonseed meal into the bottom of the hole. That acts as my plant-based early-season nitrogen source. And at the same time of planting, I like to mix in some sort of animal-based or manure-based nitrogen source into the soil and allow it to break down. So my tomato has instant access to the alfalfa meal or the soybean meal or cottonseed meal that I put in the bottom of the hole. And my slower release nitrogen source, my manure or animal-based nitrogen source, it breaks down throughout the season, providing nitrogen throughout the entire growth phase of the plant. Um, that's it for today. Hopefully you found this informative. If you did, what I need for you to do is like, subscribe, share it, tell a friend, or just leave me a five-star review. That's it. I'm out of here. And don't forget the phrase, and that is just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. 
First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it. <laughs>